Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to SEN Sports Central this Sunday. Jules in the chair, 0457 736 736. We're not going to be dominated by Taylor Swift conversations, unless that's the direction in which you want to go. And, and maybe she's got some kind of superpower. Maybe she can get the Chiefs over the line, somehow charge up her bow. Travis Kelsey, we don't know. It's, it's line ball just about in terms of the betting. A man who is across it all, and I'm very jealous because he's live from Sin City ahead of Super Bowl 58 is Laurie Horish from ESPN. He's on the line right now. G'day, Laurie. Great to be joining you. Mate, uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Is that correct? Oh, so they say, but for me, what's happened in Vegas has been obviously a hell of an experience and a hell of an opportunity, but a lot of content, which has been fantastic, and, and just the chance to be around. To say it's the epicenter of the NFL world this week, you know, yeah. Radio Row, um, which we pushed out, if you see on ESPN Australia, New Zealand social accounts, kind of a little walkthrough, um, me wearing a uh, what I've been told is a highly questionable snow leopard-style uh, button down in that video. <laughs> Not I'm everyone can pull it off, Laurie. Not everyone can pull that off. Oh, well. Hey, you know, if you don't try, you know, you're not in the contest. But um, I think for someone like yourself who works in the industry and, and is on the airways, uh, that opportunity to spend a week working there and hosting three shows from there with my colleague Phil Murphy and interviewing Baker Mayfield and Kurt Warner at the quarterback position, and then T Higgins and Jamar Chase, and defensively you got Denzel Ward and Miles, Denzel Ward and Miles Garrett, Cam Hayward. Um, just a, an absolute mountain of a man and a stellar human being and player for the Pittsburgh Steelers, amongst others. Not to mention you're walking by and there's, there goes Joe Montana. There goes oh, yes. Drew Brees and Matt Ryan. Stop it is it. it's, it's quite it. something. Well, Joe Montana's name's come up recently. You know, Mahomes wins another. They're talking about where he sits in the pantheon of all-time QB. So, you know, if you've got your Bradys and your and your Paytons and your Montanas and your Unitas and, you know, does Mahomes get into that top five. Okay, listen, Laurie, let's get into it. Enormous talent, unquestionably, across both these two teams. Coaching is going to be mm. critical here. What do you see as the key tactics the respective coaches might adopt just to, to give them that edge? I would imagine that in the first half, we're going to see Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator mm. from the Kansas City Chiefs, commit resources to shut down the run. If they're going to get beaten through the air, if Brock Bird is going to have a big day, big game, okay, Show us that you can do that. But early on, we want to dictate terms and make sure that you're not allowed to be balanced. You're not allowed to go, okay, here's McCaffrey for six, seven, eight yards at will. And now we get George Kittle on the move. Now we get Brandon Ayuk on the move. Now we get Debo Samuel with room to bounce off tackles as he so wantonly does. So from the Chiefs side of things defensively, I think we'll see resources and an absolute emphasis on tackling, reducing yards after contact, reducing big chunk plays on the ground. Because quite simply, whilst I... I have my leanings, and we'll get into that, I'm sure, before we uh, call it, a, call it a, a, a chat today. The Kansas City Chiefs will not win this game if the San Francisco 49ers are able to run the ball at will and dictate terms up front. Mm. Mm. It's, yeah, it talks about Spagnuolo's defence and you know, likewise on the other side of the, 
other side of the, the fence, Brock Purdy, you know, such a precise passer. Shanahan's got this, this purring defence. It's, you know, it's a lot of the previews I've read. Some people are predicting a, a bit of an arm wrestle, a Dower game, sort of a 23-20. thing about it is, I mean, some of those names you and I just mentioned, just extraordinary talent across both teams. In your opinion, Laurie, is, is this one of the best pair of teams ever to line up in a Super Bowl? Yeah, I think we have to be spoiled for choice. I know some people feel like they might have a little bit of fatigue with the Patrick Mahomes story, or maybe you've got fatigue with Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift. That's up to you. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm just enjoying the fact that we've got fantastically gifted teams. You're right. On, on the defensive side, you've got star talent. The 49ers have those big names like Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw and Nick Bosa up front, and they make a trade for like a Chase Young. And on the defensive secondary end, they've got their own star cornerback there in Chaverius Ward. And then for Kansas City, I mean, the name I'm going to keep talking about is Nick Bolton, number 32. He was pivotal in the Chiefs' victory over the Eagles last year. He changes that defense. So I would absolutely point towards someone like him and Chris Jones, number 95. Whilst he hasn't had a sack in a quarterback yet, he certainly made pressures be known on Jimmy Garoppolo last time these two played in a Super Bowl four years ago. And I'm very interested to see if he can have a statement game. He's had a few moments this year where a few contract um, triggers have come up where if he picks up another sack, it's a million dollars. And it's quite an interesting scene where you see him, you know, bring a quarterback down and the realisation come on and he walks over the sideline and the, the sound comes out late in the week where he says, mm. that's the Millie. But that's the type of big game player and the type of game record that you have there at number 95 and Chris Jones. And I also got some eyes on George Karloftis, who's an edge rusher uh, from, uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs, young player that can get hot at times and really strings and plays together. But yeah, the talent is fantastic and the coaching is so interesting. Aggressive coaches naturally, great schematic minds. And in Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid, the fact that they're both innately aggressive is what's so it's so enticing. Yes, I, I don't think this is going to be an ultimately high-scoring game, but I don't think that's going to be from a lack of haymakers being thrown from both sides. We know Mahomes the best QB in the game. I mean, Brock Purdy, what a year he's had, culminating in a Super Bowl. It's you know, he does have detractors, but for a rook, I mean, my goodness. It, what are you expecting from him? You know, is he the type that can handle this this mentally? You know, we talked about a moment ago, he's, he's a very precise passer. He's got great legs. We saw that against the Lions. But can you see maybe just them trying to rattle this young kid? I think, you know, a, a month or so ago, I think it would be really fair to say, hey, you know, Purdy and the situation and the talent around him and, you know, it is the best spot you could possibly land as a quarterback, whether you've drafted first overall or, as we know with him, in the Mr. Relevant last pick in the draft. But what we saw against the Green Bay Packers and what we saw against the Detroit Lions was some steeliness and some some dogged determination from Purdy, who was not having clean first halves and came out and was productive in the second half and got his team back in position, along with the likes of Christian McCaffrey. The ground game is receiving talent. But I, I truly believe that we've seen massive and meaningful steps from from Brock Purdy. And with Kyle Shanahan, there's been a cloud that's hung over his tenure as an offense coordinator or as a head coach. His team's records, when they were down by 14 at the half or down by seven late mm-hmm. in the game, was absolutely abominable. Those, that record is now different, and that's different under the quarterbacking of Brock Purdy. So, no, he's not going to play the cleanest game. I hope he, for his sake, aggression is absolutely paramount because if you sit and you... Um, if you sit back there and play a little too patiently, Steve Spagnuolo will get up to you and disrupt you. But I think you need to take your shots when you can. And whilst talking to Kurt Warner this week, Kurt Warner said it was interesting, despite the the idea of how we think about both Mahomes as this supreme talent downfield, can make every single throw, and Purdy is, gets 
is he a game manager, is he not? Um, Kurt Warner said it's interesting. I think we need to see more attacking and more aggression from Brock Purdy, whereas for Patrick Mahomes, I think there's a little bit more of game management that we need to see from Mahomes and get a bit more of a balanced take what the defense gives you to start the game. We always love talking about legacy in sport, don't we? Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they are locks for the Hall of Fame. Is there anyone featuring in the game tomorrow, Laurie, that you think if they have a stormer could put themselves in the Hall of Fame conversation? Well, I think Christian McCaffrey certainly putting himself yeah. in the conversation. And, and whilst the devaluation of the running back position has been something we talk about, um, you know, week in, week out, and if you're just tuning in for a Super Bowl and you're more of a fair it's a position that takes a lot of physical, um, there's a big physical toll. Uh, the careers aren't often long. Not, most people don't have longevity with Christian McCaffrey. His ability to stamp what's been an immensely productive regular uh, with a trip to the Super Bowl and for him, hopefully, a Lombardi. That's one that stands up. I think Chris Jones is one of the best defensive players in the year. We talked about him already. Um, he could certainly throw himself in the mix. And Debo Samuel's an in- interesting one because for Debo, there's been times in his career where it's, health has been an issue and his consistency has been an issue. And there's other times where he looks like the best player on a football field and the last person you'd ever want to try and bring down as a, as a tackler. Debo Samuel is someone that I feel like he can stamp the second half of his prime, the second half of his career. He's not an old player by any stretch, but he has been around for a minute now. And due to the nature of his play, it's a physically demanding um, way that he plays. He's 28 years old. He's still in his prime, but we are into the second half of that apex of his career. If he can stamp, a game, and he's an interesting one that I look at as a dark horse MVP. Obviously, we're going to lean towards quarterbacks with MVP picks, but Debo Samuel, because of his versatility, the fact that he can score rushing, he can, uh, as, as a tailback or on sweeps, uh, he can stretch the field, down the field, and take in big receptions. He can catch passes near the line of scrimmage and create immense yards after the catch. He's an interesting one to watch because he can take the game into his own hands, unlike few skill position players in the NFL. I know you're an unabashed. Mahomes admirer, uh, is that <laughs> how KC get over the line tomorrow? Is, is he the difference? Uh, look, as as you know, as cliche as it sounds, I mean, I, I just look at those numbers too. You know, completed thirty or thirty nine passes in Baltimore under under two fifty yards. I mean, you said to me when I bumped you in the studio, the best pocket passer in the game. It just and I think about Philly last year and just you can. It's almost written in, isn't it? Isn't it that that you can just see him replicating that again. It's going to come down to, when you say, is he the difference? I think the difference is you have full belief that he's the one that's not going to blink in that second half. Yeah. We've seen that from him in the Super Bowl before. We've seen him you know, hunt down uh, deficits against the San Francisco 49ers. And, I mean, the stats that have been pushed out, just he's played 17 playoff games in his career. So a full regular season as a regular season is measured in 2023-2024. He's 14-3 and three in playoff games. He's got two Super Bowls, we know this. In those 17 games, he's thrown 4,800 yards, 39 touchdown passes, and seven interceptions. Yeah. That's an amazing season for anyone. That's an MVP caliber season for anyone. That's against the best teams in the NFL. The best teams, obviously, through the AFC playoff run that he's go to, and then whoever's been waiting for him from the NFC side of things and the Super Bowls he's appeared in. That level of elite production against the toughest teams, yes, I believe that's ultimately going to be a huge factor for Kansas City. Defensively, each team needs to have a, a game plan to try and get the other team off schedule, to try and disrupt their backfield, to try and make the other team one-dimensional. But in a tough spot, in a second half that I expect will be close, I don't expect a blowout in this one. Yes, I absolutely have more faith in Patrick Mahomes being the one not to blink than Brock Purdy, who 
has absolutely taken steps in recent in recent weeks, but we know this is Patrick Mahomes. He is someone who deservedly is in the greatest of all time conversation. Indeed. Have you got KC winning this? Twenty six to twenty Kansas ah, City Chiefs for me. It seems to be around Indeed. that sort of twenty three, twenty, twenty four, twenty two. Yeah, that sort of margin. You know, the most pundits sort of landed there. Hey, finally, Laurie, before we let you go, my brother Jason was in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, went to the U2 concert at the Sphere. By the way, he recommends the, uh, is I think it's the Bacchanal Buffet at Caesars Palace. If you haven't been there, check it okay. out. But, uh, what have you been doing in your downtime? Have you had any downtime? And look, I'm, I'm not going to, um, there's no woe as me coming from me. There's been some downtime. There's been some a great chance to, to uh, get to spend time with, you know, fellow ESPN employees and the rest of NFL media. Um, I've been able to get out um, to a few different restaurants. There was a, a pretty phenomenal steak dinner um, that went down in the last 24 hours. But I've just been trying to soak in as much as I can. I mean, I, three or four of these days that I've spent um, from morning until early night at Radio Row, um, there's plenty of content to work on. But it's I, I've taken some moments to just walk down the strip, particularly earlier in the week when the weather was a little more grisly, but it was also a little quieter on the strip. And just to walk down and, and take in what a ridiculous an amazing and unique city this is, and one that while I'll say that the traffic has probably taken up too much of my time at, at points, I will say that no city from an entertainment standpoint could be more ready for the circus that is the Super Bowl than Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's almost made for such an event. Laurie, uh, enjoy the match, won't you? Thank you so much, not just for your time today, but for your time throughout the year, and very generous you are and comprehensive uh, chatting all things NFL. Have fun. Behave yourself. I certainly will. We'll speak soon. Thank you very much. I will. (laughs) There is Laurie Orish from ESPN. And, of course, if you want to listen to it live on the radio, Jared Waitley's got the call, 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So 9 a.m., 8 o'clock in Queensland. So no Matty White program tomorrow. In fact, no Jimmy Smith program tomorrow. Comprehensive coverage of Super Bowl 58 between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Got a few texts coming through on 0457 736 736. We'll take a break. Back with plenty more here. SEN Sports Central this Sunday.